0: This show is brought to you by listeners and viewers like you, EvanX.com Tesla accessories, our TeslaOwnersOnline.com community, and our Patreon supporters at Patreon.com slash TeslaOwnersOnline. All right, folks, this is it. This is the big one. We've been waiting to do this show for some time now. I mean, all the talk yesterday was li- literally about Tesla's uh, third quarter numbers. And uh, let's just put it this way. They are fantastic, but it's not our forte. If you really want to check that stuff out, I do recommend you check out a couple of YouTube channels. Rob Maurer's Tesla podcast daily excellent for that kind of stuff. Or Galileo Russell's. Um, hyperchange. They are excellent at the financial stuff. So let's just say that Tesla is doing extremely well, but Tesla also dropped a huge, huge bomb yesterday, and they finally released the very first beta, very limited beta. We'll talk about this here in a second, about the full self-driving, and of course, the Twitterverse just completely exploded. So today, I have a couple of very special guests. We have our usual um, co-hosts with us, Eric and Ian, but I wanted to bring on John from Tesla Owners Silicon Valley Owners Club President, and Tesla Raj, our good friend Raj, who's been on the show many, many times before, because these guys have been absolutely blowing up the internet today with lots and lots of videos and experience about FSD. So I thought we'd have them on the show to talk about their experiences and uh, how this portends to things in the future. So thanks guys for joining us. Uh, I know your time is valuable. I know Raj might kick out a little bit earlier, but we have John for some time. Uh, we've been struggling a little bit with audio, so I will try and do just some post-processing to lift it up a little bit for you guys. But anyways, the content is what matters. So mm-hmm. having said that, welcome guys to the show. Thanks for coming. Thanks Thanks for having us. Excellent. So first things first, a little bit of a disclaimer. Um, The FSD has been put out by Tesla. Um, I think you called it an early access FSD beta program. It is not the early access program as normal. There are many people that are in that. This is a very special subset specifically for FSD. Um, So we only know that John has it. So that's why we invited him to come on to talk about what he can. Um, remember there are certain things they can and cannot talk about, but I just wanted to get their general impressions about this and just, just have a, uh, just a casual conversation about this whole thing. So, um, so John, uh, you have a, a, what a model X, right?
1: Yeah. A 2018, uh, model XP 100 D. Okay. Uh, with obviously full, the full self-driving hardware three, uh, MCU two. Mm-hmm. So everything you need to essentially run it. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's what I have. And I also have a model three performance.
0: Now you also bought FSD. Now was did did your model X come with the hardware three computer or was that added as part of the FSD program after the fact?
1: It was added after the fact.
0: Okay. All right. Cause people are going to probably ask. <laughs> so the bottom line, you need the yep. hardware three computer, whether you get it with the car or you purchase it as part of FSD, right?
1: Exactly. Okay.
0: So this was a software update that happened, uh, last night. Um, can you talk about the version number?
1: Yeah, it's twenty twenty dot uh, forty dot eight dot ten
0: dot ten. I see. Dot hmm. ten. Mm-hmm.
1: So very... dot eight was just bug fixes. Yeah. Dot ten was the FSD beta uh, software update.
0: Okay. And um, how long did it take to install, or was it very quick?
1: Just the typical time. Yeah. It was, you know, what is it, 30 30 minutes? 25 Mm -hmm. minutes, yes. 25 to 30 minutes. Okay. Um, Yeah, it it came. uh, Obviously, I downloaded it first and then installed it. um, And then, obviously, I had to put it on hold because I had some other personal things going on. Mm -hmm. But uh, it literally just, you know, installed over the air in 30 minutes.
0: So I'm just going through your timeline here on Twitter here, and I want to bring up the release notes. And I want to read them verbatim. Um, just so that everybody understands uh, where we stand with this, so um, I'll share the screen out here on uh, on my on my. Can I do it this way? <laughs> I can do it this way. There we no. go. Okay. Have... <laughs> here we go. Full self-driving beta in parenthesis. Full self-driving is an early limited access beta and must be used with additional caution. It may do the wrong thing at the worst time. So you must always keep your hands on the wheel and pay extra attention to the road. Do not become complacent. When full self-driving is enabled, your vehicle will make lane changes off highway, select forks to follow their navigation route, navigate around other vehicles and objects and make left and right turns. Your full self-driving in limited beta only if you um, use full self-driving in limited beta only if you pay attention, constant attention to the road and be prepared to act immediately upon, uh, um, especially around blind corners, crossing intersections, and in narrow driving situations. So that is verbatim from the release notes. Obviously, Tesla is saying, (laughs) please, please, please be extra careful with this. Um, So anyways, I don't know how much the lawyers got involved with that, but anyways... Um, Elon
1: said that, too. So that's the great thing about it. Right. You have to use extreme, extreme caution. This is beta. Right. This is not the mass uh, software that's going out to everybody. And so you have to keep your hands on the wheel, look at everything that's going on and even use more caution than you probably do than you typically drive. Mm -hmm. Because this is beta. And that's the that's the kicker. And again, I'm, I'm not even quoting anything other than what you said, but also
2: Elon very cautious drivers yeah yeah and i would even caveat that it's probably more early than beta since if you look at our autopilot our autopilot is still labeled as beta yet we all have access to it and this is like really really small group of people so i would almost say like this it's early beta it's alpha beta i don't know
0: yeah it's it's bleeding edge as elon likes to call it right
1: and and for the Not for the record, but who else on Twitter has been posting? There's been one other person, Brandon, who's actually a member who, you know, I I know the guy. Uh, But there's only been two people on social media, and it's been me and this other person. So you want to call it beta, alpha, beta, whatever it is, it's literally a very few people right now. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. So my next question is, um, what was your experience? I mean, you knew this was coming. Um, you got in the car, you got the software update, you performed it, you saw the release notes, you read it. Um, so at, at where, at what point did Raj come into this and, uh, what, and what happened? Lead us down. I mean, I could play lots of videos and stuff, but I want to hear it from you guys.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I got hit up yesterday afternoon. Hey, we're going to, you're going to, you've been selected. I was like crazy. <laughs> And then I immediately thought, you know, who's the best person I know that can shoot video and who's also a part of our club leadership. And so I would say I called, called Raj. Um, That's why he came through. Um, And uh, yeah, I had some other prior engagements before, but I, I like, I was just, my mind was blown. I hadn't seen anyone post yet. I know technically it was supposed to go out on Tuesday, but it was just the fact that I was talking to someone about getting enabled when I, I personally uh, was not ever in the early access program before.
0: All right. So you were specifically so, chosen for this subset.
1: Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not going to say if it was random or you know specific. All I know is that I was selected and I hadn't seen anything yet. So I knew I was probably part of the first couple of people. Okay. But I was just my mouth was like dropped again I don't i can i don't really i can't put it into words it's it's kind of ridiculous because it's 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 a different experience than navigate on autopilot this is you you are like full self-driving the opportunity has now opened the gate has now been opened right the mic has been dropped it's now a possibility navigate on autopilot was kind of like you know, autonomy two or three, whatever they call that. Right. But this is, I've had multiple experiences right now. It's driven me from a supercharger to another supercharger. It's driven me from, you know, a park to a supercharger. It's driven me from home to target, um, you know, and we're talking like four to five miles going from city streets, uh, you know, um, suburbs to freeway back to, back to city, so it's, it's literally, it's just opened up everything. Mm-hmm. You have questions and it's like smart summon being released, it's only going to get better. And that's the crazy thing. So I made sure to submit as much feedback as I could.
0: Okay. So your first experience, I mean, we saw the video with you and Raj in the car and that's, uh, you know, Elon <laughs> retweeted it and said, ha ha, and got lots and lots and lots of views on that. Was that literally your very first experience with, uh, with you know, typing in an address and and off you went? So gen- genuine yes. reactions, right?
1: <laughs> what's What's yep. crazy about that is, again, this was our very first time doing it, and that is what I yeah. think was scary and awesome and amazing at the same time. I mean, Raj can speak to this, but
2: this was literally yeah. our first reaction. You can't make that up.
0: No. Yeah, was that it like? was.
2: I mean, yeah, it, it, like it, it. was just crazy because you, you know, you, you don't expect anything. Sorry camera you don't expect anything to um to happen when you're still on a residential street and to all of a sudden see your dash light up where it's picking up everything and then that you can street that was already impressive and then just at the end of the court it making that turn onto another residential street where there are cars on the curb on the side of the road and it's still staying to the right side while avoiding those was just like that was that reaction where I was like, it turns, and I'm just like, are you sure you're going to make, because I've never <laughs> seen a Tesla make, nobody's seen a Tesla make a turn. Now, it stays in the lane amazing. It, you know, it will change lanes. Awesome. It, the speed adjustment is great, but making a turn is like a, maybe like some people might think of like overdoing it, but like, dude, it was, that was shocking.
0: Yeah, your yep. your reaction on that one when it was approaching cars, because you were driving down a residential area, I believe, uh, yep, there are no lane yep. markings. And the other yep. thing, too, and, and I'll try and bring up some uh, some screens here. Um, you guys may not be able to hear the audio, um, but let me just bring this up we here, and I'll explain by. a little bit what's going on.
1: Blinker is on. There I'll is just turn person this down a little
0: bit. That you're, because you have a Model X, obviously, you have two screens, <clears throat> and your instrument cluster directly in front of you shows you quite a bit more detail. Um, than what we've experienced with uh, uh, autopilot at this point. I think Tesla at this point is, is, and, and I can't speak to this long term, whether they're going to leave this enabled, but it's showing you quite a bit more data. Like you can actually see all the curbs and everything. I thought that was very impressive. And... To me, I think one of the reasons they did this, either deliberately or whether they're going to have it long term, of course, is it's very confidence inspiring. You can actually see the car and the computer systems actually reading things. Um, and your reaction was quite funny because, I mean, you couldn't see the lane markings, but yet it was passing all the cars <laughs> uh, and it's tagging all the cars. Um, you also did a subsequent video a little bit later where it, um, let me see here, what was it? Uh, you came up to roundabouts, right? Because everybody's asking about roundabouts, could never do that before. Um, With a person. uh,
2: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yes. With a person.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, But. uh, Experience with roundabouts? Do you have roundabouts in your general area or not really?
1: Yeah. So actually I I do. So we have uh, two. So we were using one specifically. But yeah. So this was uh, what's unique maybe in the U.S. is that our roundabouts typically have stop signs. Okay. So, uh, you know, there was a person just so happened to be walking It came to a complete stop. Um, and then essentially went around the roundabout almost perfectly. Um, literally, uh, you know, again, you have to tag the location you want to go to. So we had to tag somewhere that was a little further past uh, the roundabout, but it pretty much took it and did it seamlessly without, obviously I didn't have to interact at all. It knew the person was there. It gave enough space and went around it seamlessly. And I didn't even have to worry about getting curb rash. Um, you know, it didn't go into the other lane. Like I think, you know, back in the day, spark some men was initially doing, mm-hmm. uh, but it handled it, uh, like a champ. Um, and again, it was, it was, it was just mind boggling to be driving in a car. That's now taking a roundabout, uh, on top of doing, um, you know, making a left and right turn.
0: Cool. Um, now the, obviously the one thing that, um, that this does that, uh, you know, navigate on autopilot or even autopilot in general couldn't do, of course, was intersections, being able to turn in intersections. Um, what can you tell us about right-hand turns and left-hand turns? What's your experience been with it, um, with those two things?
1: It, it can do it all, <laughs> right? It. So we had one case where um, – at least, again, uh, we had two lanes going each way, and then a specific a third lane to make a left. So it even went into that third lane to make the left to go across an intersection. Uh, but we we literally dealt with uh, today before the the call. I mean, there's a reason why Raj is still in transit is because we were literally dealing with you know uh, making a right turn and people doing a U-turn right in front of you, right? Yeah. and it literally like or. Uh, making a right turn and traffic going by, we we dealt with that. So we dealt with all the situations of making a right turn from a uh, a suburb to a city street, pretty much. Uh, we dealt with like you know intersections, even with some divots, like where it, like parts ways, and it still knew like which way to go. Um, so it there wasn't um, any issues that we had. Um, it literally handled it pretty seamlessly. Um, and again, we
2: we had literally uh, no no interventions. Excellent. It was it was crazy to see how it it was like thinking as it did these things. Yeah, well, is like, my next question. It, like it, like uh, you know, John was talking about that intersection we came to. We're going to make a right, and we're looking at the left, and there's total oncoming traffic all, um, in different lanes, and then in front of you, people are making U turns into the into this side of the street that we need to turn into. And, I mean, like, I'm looking here, I'm looking there, and it's just, it's thinking, it's pausing, it's taking its time, you know. Obviously, I felt very safe with everything it was doing, you know, when it came to, like, these kind of scenarios that we did, where it was like, wow, okay. So, it's its thinking about it, it's not being rash, and uh, it did it, and that was just, so, like, where it got really impressive.
0: Um, I'm going to assume that it was following the rules of the road. One of my pet peeves, of course, when you make left-hand turns... That many people take very wide and they go in the opposite lane, which is uh, not allowed. That's very legal. Um, I'm, I'm going to assume that the car did it the correct lane and, you know, when you stay yes. on the left, it stays in the left. Excellent.
1: Yeah, proper stop. Yeah, and there was, you know, California we dealt with the situation. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what was that, John?
1: Yeah, we dealt – yeah, sorry. Uh, uh, we dealt with, um, you know, where there was medians in, in between one side and the other side. And, again, it went around – Oh, actually, uh, we did not not deal with any 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 issues really at
0: all. OK, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm just looking at the videos. And of course, this is probably early days. Um, does it still show the streetlights changing lights and stuff? Because I, I was watching some of your videos and I couldn't quite make that out. Is it still there?
3: I noticed it. Yes. Yeah, I saw them change. Yeah. Oh, OK. Amen. I forget which one it was, but you could you could definitely see it flicking back and forth. The only thing that was a little confusing was because it's the graphics are a little bit more well. I wouldn't say they're more primitive. I mean they're way more sophisticated. The level of detail you see was mm-hmm. crazy. Like you know all the different lines delineating the curbs and stuff like that. But some of the stuff was a little fuzzy. Like you know in our current version, you see a beautiful representation of the streetlights. You know they look you can almost see the little wire they're hanging off of. They look a little bit more melded together. They were sort of jumbling around a bit at some points. So I think. Think they sort of compromised the perfect representation of the lights to, to focus on the actual ground truth of what's going on But I could definitely see the lights going back and forth from yeah you know, what,
0: yep. what I what I took from that is that it's showing the is showing you more on this because um, when you're going around vehicles It's actually drawing the bounding boxes around them Which is yep. only something that you would normally get out of a street feed out of the computer It's sanitized normally on the uh, yep. on the cars, but they're I, actually they're showing you more of this data which I is was, geeking out like, it's like you're driving a
3: developer car right like how cool yeah. is that you yeah. know it's like you're part of the dev team that's was so cool well about
0: that's it. that's good and I, I like that because it's confidence inspired I don't expect the bounding boxes to make it to production yeah. at the end of the day but it's uh it's quite is, uh, any uh, other than you know streets um, uh, curbs and the actual um, driving line like it's actually predicting did it look like it was predicting corners like where it was gonna or it's actually showing you where it's gonna turn right it draws a line yeah okay anything yeah. extra that you
4: can add um, like speed of- bumps were there any any other on the road obstacles that the vehicle encountered?
1: I think the big call out that I noticed and this is not like anything is that everything's being identified by colors
0: I see yeah, yeah. and so
1: confident. the computer is identifying each scenario and they are coding it whatever way saying hey green is this purples this blues mm-hmm. this yellows this. And I noticed that the colors changed too. Uh, When I was dealing with, um, you know, people walking in front of the car, one time it was green, the other time it was yellow. Um, I think those are like the big call outs as far as the visualization. But I think the the reality of um, the visualization right now is it's very early stage. And I think that's the whole point of showing kind of like somewhat of the messiness of it. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think that, you know, Franz is not gonna allow that to be like the final product. I mean, not that I know what he's thinking. (laughs) <laughs> but very much so, what you see on like navigate on autopilot is you know it's beautiful, mm-hmm. um, and the vector the vector spaced uh, you know bird's eye view is eventually coming, and so as as you know and it's going to be again three D vector spaced. So you can imagine that's going to happen for um, you know for the FSD full release.
0: Mm-hmm. Um... Let's see here. What else can we ask? I got one. Go ahead, Ian. Go ahead. Jump
3: in. I'm I'm dying to know, you just mentioned that you did get it on the freeway a little bit. Since you you have a lot of experience with the current system, uh, like EAP on on the freeway, did you notice that it does anything different or better in in the freeway scenarios?
1: Sure. I'll uh, I'll share some. Uh, (laughs) So one thing that was interesting was... The visualization changes back to the navigate on autopilot when it's on the highway. Really, really. Ooh. So when I'm driving from the side, I, and we went through two huge circles on two different highways, we we did two round up, two huge like roundabouts or whatever, and we switched highways on one when we were going from one supercharger to the next. It switched from <clears throat> one visualization, um, you know where it was obviously what you guys are – what what you're seeing in, in some of my videos. But then it would switch back to the Navigate on autopilot, and then it switches back. I see. Mm. So I think that's part of – I mean I don't – I have no insights into this. All I know is this is potentially uh, the rewrite. I don't know if they're rewriting parts right. of it, other parts of it, but that's only for –
2: but who knows? I have no uh, It's just speculation experience. at this point. Yeah, yeah. total yeah. speculation.
0: Yeah. And All it may be that, that-
2: – yeah, and it may be, like you guys said, right Right now we're seeing the vector-based graphics and the colors, and we're seeing, like, essentially a developer build because you need to perfect that before you put the pretty UI over it. Yeah, and right course. now, pretty UI is on the on the highway because we're at a good state there, and this is still beta, so, um, yeah.
0: Absolutely. But it's no, cool I agree seeing
2: it change from, like, you know, this purple <laughs> yeah. rainbow to, like, going back to, like, Serenity and then back to the cra- crazy rainbow.
0: Cool. Um, let me think here. Um, I mean, I could show a bunch of videos and stuff. You guys, uh, as I said, because of the nature of our software and the the way things work right here, um, I can flip something over here so that our viewers and listeners can actually see this video. But um, if you zoom in a little bit, stop sign. Oh, look at that. It's all the beautiful colors.
1: Blinker
2: initiated. Oh, yeah, God it was cool stop. seeing just like bands and semis and, you know, the garbage people cans people and people right and other cars and ones okay. that were stationary. And like John said, it's like we don't know what the colors mean, but it was interesting how some things were purple or yellow or blue or whatever.
0: Yeah. Um. Oh, gosh. Uh, Ian, if you have another question, jump in because <laughs> it's
2: just well, – the- yeah.
3: I'll, I'll, again, I'll just geek out some more. I was just blown away with how much information there is. Like you couldn't see it all at once. Like it, it, it goes to prove, you know, like how sophisticated this is and how much the potential is there for this to be so much safer because these two human eyeballs trying to track what's going on in the screen can only see parts of it, whereas you understand that, you know, the computer is seeing all of that and it's going, I know where all these things are and it's juggling, you know, these 67 balls in the air and your eyes are trying to count two or three of them, you know? It was just well.
4: well I, I think it's an interesting perspective from when watching those videos is that humans can interpret data a lot quicker than a computer can for why whether it's important or whether it's not important.
0: It's the decision making Com- process,
4: right? Yeah. Com- computers are essentially like a, a, a baby learning its environment and mm-hmm. understanding a new language, and the environment that we see with our eyes as flawed as it can be sometimes. We now are of age that as licensed drivers, whether we're aggressive or conservative drivers, you know, that that aside, ideally we do know when, you know, we see in the uh, intersection of ahead, we expect, is there a cyclist? Is there a pedestrian? We know to look for those things as we're approaching intersections. We know when we're about to make a right-hand turn, we're going to decelerate unless we have a green light. But even then you're still looking for, again, people crossing into the crosswalk. So. There's certain natural behaviors that we've come to learn when we first learned to drive with our permits and, of course, seasoned drivers now. Computers are a whole different thing, which is how do you explain to a two-year-old how driving works and what to look for when you're driving? That's the computer's challenge, is, is trying to interpret human experience into basically binary bits of data.
0: I think to your yeah. point, and it's important to remember here that, again, this is early stages, but... Um, computer AI is progressing so fast now. I mm-hmm. mean, the thing is, is, this FSD suite, it's not just the cameras now, because you got eight cameras around the car. We only drive with two eyes, right? Two okay. eyes, a little bit of ears. But we're, we're dealing with radar. We're dealing with um, uh, sonar, eight different mm-hmm. cameras. Um, if you train the computer enough, I, I do believe that eventually that these, I mean, if you train it for enough scenarios and you, and you get enough data, and we know that Tesla's getting the data, that it will be better than a human. Um, and you don't have to go very far to, to witness this because there's been a lot of AI demos. I mean, you can just do a Google search or a YouTube search to see how much better computers are at playing video games after just a few hours of watching people do it yep. themselves, right? Computers will exactly. beat a person any single day. So yeah. I think over time, I mean, this is, I'm not making light of this. This is a very complicated, complex mm-hmm. problem to solve, but a given enough data, I think that they can actually work it in many different scenarios. Um, I know it's a little bit early to talk about this in the sense that you guys are in California, <laughs> winter's coming for us, uh, <laughs> snow has a habit of obscuring a lot of stuff. I'm curious to see um, when we eventually get it uh, and and based on Elon's timeline, of course, Elon time is a real thing. Um, if we do see this, let's say a little wider deployment towards the end of this year, uh, ostensibly here in Canada providing the regulators allow it we could probably see this early spring february march somewhere around there I'm curious to see how well it does <laughs> in our conditions up here um i mean fsd i mean all we need is a little bit of snow on the on the front of the car and traffic where truce yeah. control kind of goes away but anyways uh, that's beside the point i'm curious to see what happens then but um one thing I, go ahead uh, trev if i could mention yeah. um
1: as we saw with smart summon Right. Initial launch versus where it's at today. And even we did a uh, FSD,
0: that was beta, experience. smart
1: summon. Um, it, it, it is getting better every time. Mm-hmm. Right. First time we we did the roundabout, it was pretty good. But the second time we did it, we did it like three or four times and it got better every time. And so I think that's the the big call. And every every time we did it, the scenario change. And so that's basic AI yep. in that. You feed the system, you feed the beast, the thing's going
0: to pump yeah, out better results. Absolutely. And
1: so the great thing is you don't need to be a rocket scientist or a you know, crazy engineer to get that. It's just the, the more you feed a system, the better it's going to get. And that's yeah. essentially mm-hmm. what was happening.
0: And I want to go back and just mention one more thing. I mean, remember when Elon had said that LiDAR would eventually be a crutch for a lot of people mm-hmm. using LiDAR? And he says, we're going down the hard road. We want to do this with vision. And when I saw all this data coming in, and let's just assume that this you know, this is part of the rewrite, and now they're getting the fourth dimensional data because they're getting spatial awareness now um, without the use of LiDAR. And Elon was right. FineLab has aligned protective coatings that were engineered to protect your Tesla's paint, leather, carpet, plastic, and wheels, effectively blocking all those UV rays and environmental factors before they ever get to ruin your brand new baby. Fine Lab offers a complete line of car care products and ceramic coatings for both the do-it-yourselfer and professional detailers. Did we mention we also have the world's first self-healing coating? Check us out at finelab.com, that's spelled F-E-Y-N-L-A-B, to see the science behind the self-healing. Check out our product catalog and click contact us for a free quote from a certified installer in your area. FineLab and Tesla, we were meant for each other.
3: Oh, it completely looks like the LiDAR images that you see in yeah. some of the other it's well, you know, um, move in real time
2: you know in one of the examples when john and i was were, were driving we were stopped at a light and there was like there was cars around us and then to the right of us after the lanes there was a car wash and there were people washing cars and all of that was rendering on the screen and so you just saw like all this happening and my right. vision i mean my personal vision is only so much but i mean all of that was being shown on the screen it, it was yeah that's that that power that comes
3: back to the point that i was making where it's like this system at its peak is not going to miss things you know as humans no. we're very good with working on what's within our, our our sort of you know immediate range of focus you know if it's in our immediate field of view you know but we got to remember to move our heads and we're all yeah. the problem with humans is we do forget to do that every so often
0: we do you know? get distracted computers don't The
3: car will never forget It will always have that super wide field of view. It will always be monitoring these 300 objects. So if one kid at that car wash runs out in the street, the car is seeing it even when you're not. That's, to me, what's incredible about it when you think about the potential for it. It just has to learn what to do, to Eric's point, with that information. But once it knows it, you know, think of how much more safety is going to be that just takes it up like, by a factor of 10. Yeah. And
4: it'll be interesting. Uh, you mentioned inclement weather, uh, especially now for the wintry conditions that a lot of folks uh, north of the Mason-Dixon line will experience is um, like I experienced here in Florida when we have some very humid days or very rainy days. If so much as one camera is obstructed, how do the other cameras then compensate? Are the other sensory systems in the vehicle compensate for the loss of one eye, basically, of the vehicle? Uh, you know, that's going to be interesting to see as these, as these very controlled studies uh, move forward, because so far we've seen extraordinarily amazing data um, that John and uh, I know there's one other person who's already uh, has the program. But I mean, when you, when you think about just, you know, if, if the control group expands to five people, 15 people, 30 people in the months to come, uh, you know, and someone is, you know, experiencing a little bit of a light snow flurry. Uh, another person has, you know, very dry desert-like conditions. I mean, there's all these different natural environmental uh, conditions that we want to see. And just, is there a difference among that control group? Uh, you know, where one vehicle has no issues at all with with the various weather conditions and another vehicle has a new uh, advisory that then, you know, just means that, OK, you're, we're just going to hold on to the steering column a little bit tighter and then, uh, you know, just be mindful of potentially something because this one camera is blocked. Or does the rest of the system say, you know, we got gotcha. we We have enough data from the other angles we have to sort of fill the space there. Uh, th- this is all going to be very exciting stuff, and I'm looking forward to seeing um, how that materializes
1: uh, over the next several months. Now, one, Go ahead, John. One, well, sorry, one one quick call-out, and we can uh, move on, was that there was even, when we did a right turn, um, it was uh, going from one uh, supercharger essentially to the next. Uh, it made a right turn where, from my perspective, it was a blind spot. I could not see out left of me, and I would have taken probably a couple more inches up Hmm. And it still made the turn without, like, actually kind of where I didn't completely feel comfortable. But it made the turn, and it knew. So it's starting to potentially see. I mean, again, eight cameras is better than two pair of eyes. But there's things that it's seeing that I can't even see at this point.
0: My question kind of goes back to your first experience with it. Um, I mean, having experienced... um um, autopilot at this point, and now this early, early beta of uh, of FSD. And Elon had said that it was going to go out to a few people, and it was going to be timid and slow at first, as it should. Um, w- w- what's your takeaway from it at this point? Uh, do you feel that it's mechanical, or does it feel more like a human driver? Is it getting a little? I mean, just curious.
1: It, I think it, it's it's getting better. Okay. Right. I think it's, like I said, the first time you do something, the second time it just gets better. So there may be little kinks here and there, but as time and more data is being fed into it. So again, it's like, it's definitely not, uh, the you know, it's definitely not, you can't say it's a baby because it's definitely, that's kind of what I was initially expecting, uh, to be really honest, was that, you know, especially kind of like navigate on autopilot, a bunch of other things, you know. Um, And how it got better. But that's kind of what I was initially expecting. But again, our very first drive, you saw the reaction. It took me from my house to Target. And um, I was not expecting that. And I literally had been given a one over by, uh, you know, the person who signed me up. And that was pretty much it. I read through the notes. And of course, using complete caution, that's all I knew. And literally, you engage it like regular autopilot. And that was it.
0: I'm glad to hear that even... it's definitely improving because my first experience with auto lane change, this is early days because uh, I had a, in the Model X uh, when they first enabled it because it took a long time. I mean, many other cars had all lane change before the Model X did because I had the new computer in it. Um, it was terrible. Um, but after about three software updates, man, it just got silky smooth and it's been silky smooth ever since. That's, so, yeah, I, I think...
2: Go, Raj. That's all you, man. I was just gonna say, it's like that's where I, I was genuinely impressed because I expected it to be. When you tell me you're giving me something early beta, I expect bugs. I expect it to be a little jerky or you know still be a little iffy. And I, I was, I know it's not final, but for what it was, for as early it is and as small as the people had it, I, I was just. It was it. It was better than anything else that I'd seen that's come out in, in beta. It felt like. I'd say if I had to say what it felt like, it felt like a kid who's had their permit for a couple months. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know like, the one, the one thing I wanted to say too is that because this is full self-driving, again, everything can stand or fall on this, right? And you know, I think they took and they knew what exactly they were releasing, and so for me, it they didn't release a half big product, mm-hmm. you know. something of this caliber can't be released yeah it's it's great great caliber it's uh definitely you know but again it will get better over time Mm -hmm. right it's not it's beta it's not the you know the full rollout to the full fleet of a million plus now and you know the whole china uh you know made in china all that um all the stuff going out there so it's um it was a lot better than i thought it would be it was a lot better than the navigate on autopilot rollout it was you know phantom breaking all that other stuff like all the small little issues um one smart summon thing i, I mean raj you can uh, i'll let i won't steal that thunder you can kind of give the main call out there of like the big update there uh people didn't really see a big update there was but again they they knew what they were releasing it was not a uh you know hey we we spent some time with this but they were very cautious and in, in how and and who they released it to
0: yeah as it should be yeah so you did a thing. Do you
2: want to give the smart summon the update on? What oh yeah, yeah. So smart summon. I mean, a lot of people were expecting that smart summon has like changed and vastly improved, and I think where it improved on, it's still very cautious. It's still very slow in the parking lot. Um, so don't expect it's just going to like race over to you. And I think that's fair. Um, but one of the biggest things that I disliked about smart summon was it did not identify what side of the road to be on. So when it comes to pick you up, it would just like essentially drive towards you and essentially cut across oncoming traffic lane, which was a little ridiculous in a parking lot. And then you just look stupid because now you're trying to jump in your car. But now because it, it can essentially identify what side of the road to be on like it does on residential streets, there's no street markings. There's cars on the side of the road, yet it stays to the right side. It did that when it picked up John, it stayed to the right side. It pulled up right in front of him and stayed there. And that's like, that's what I think about If somebody, if a valet is coming and picking me up, that's what they would do. And that's what I expect someone to do. And that's what it's doing now. So I think that's, people need to put that in their heads. And I think people are expecting something really ridiculous from start swimming. And this was a pretty good improvement.
0: Excellent. I'm glad to hear that. That's been a bit of an issue for a lot of people, I believe. Yep. Um, uh, did you get a chance to try any perpendicular parallel parking? I, I, I'm going to assume that there's probably nothing to say about that at this point.
1: Yeah, no, we, 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 well, we personally have not tried it. I think okay. the way you want to see this is this is meant to go, Raj, I'll let you step in. What was the example you used in the car? Um, Maybe you don't forget, but <laughs> this is this is not meant to like, hey, let's just go in a parking lot and see if it'll take it from like my house to the Target parking oh, lot. Oh, that's, right. park that's right. That's right. So it literally will take you to the destination and you need to take over when it stops because it, it'll stop on the city. The city streets not stop, but you the need what? to know, okay. using extreme caution when you should take it over.
0: Yeah.
2: Right. I think the way I not, remember how I said it was it is. This yeah. takes you from point A to point B, but does not take you from door to door. And there's a yes. big distinction there is that, mm-hmm. like, hey, I want to go to Target means mm-hmm. it's not going to pull into the parking lot and park for you, right? That That is not there. This is – but it will take you right – you're at Target. Just park the car now, you yeah. know? It's like – and I think that'll come when, you know, that other, you know, smart Oh, yeah, no, no doubt. Uh, that's, that's
0: good that you made that point because I think, you know, uh, I <laughs> – you know, to the uninitiated, that might see these videos, they think, "Oh, Tesla released a uh, you know fully self-driving car." And I know that Alex Roy is <laughs> going to jump all over this and say, "No, they're not full self-driving. We're not there yet." But this is a step in a big step in the right direction, Jeez at least for step. vision vision-based systems. So, yeah, very impressive at this point. Um, totally. Do we? Um, is there anything else we want to talk about before we gen, um, jump into some some questions there, Eric? Well, I think a,
4: a lot of the stuff that uh, customer, uh, customers, uh, our listeners and our viewers had submitted via the questions, we covered a great amount of those. Uh, so if we're, if we're ready to proceed into the uh, next series of questions, uh, a little uh, disclaimer for those of you that are watching this on YouTube or listening to it on your favorite audio devices. Um, if we don't answer your question directly in this next series of questions, it's because it was addressed in this long form discussion we just had. Uh, it may have been a very minor Uh, inflection point or could have been a very large discussion that we just had. But again, if you don't hear your question, it's because we did discuss it in some detail. Uh, So uh, you can certainly play this back and try to listen for that information if you didn't hear it the first time. Uh, But we'll go ahead and proceed with any questions you guys submitted that maybe weren't talked about yet, or at least maybe we could expand upon in greater detail. And uh, just, again, a forewarning and a reminder, uh, if there is anything that because of the non-disclosure agreement that can't be answered, the guys will surely let you know um it's nothing personal it's it's obviously just because the tesla does make it very restrictive as far as what can and can't be discussed i just want to remind our listeners of that
0: Okay, um, Raj just indicated that he has to head out. Thank you for joining us, Raj. Uh, we will have you exactly again, time, and uh, looking forward to more of the videos. Please, uh, Raj did put out a, um, an early impressions video on his YouTube channel today, so please go to YouTube and search for Tesla underscore Raj or just Tesla Raj, and you'll find his video today. And uh, I'm sure there's more coming. So, anyways, uh, make sure you go and subscribe <laughs> to his channel and check it out. So, thanks for joining us, uh, Raj. We're just going to continue with John, and we'll see you next time. Okay, have a good cool. evening. Thanks for having me, guys. No problem. Anytime, buddy. Take care. Okay, so. What's our first one, Eric?
4: All right, so let's start with the first one. Um, was there any experience with uh, U-turns? You mentioned that there were cars in front of you uh, that were making U-turns, and your vehicle handled it just fine. Uh, but did your model likes do any U-turns with um, with FSD?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I, I did one scenario um, where it had to make a, a U-turn, where and that's where we were essentially going from um, the supercharger to the supercharger. And... Um, it essentially had to make a right turn and then a U-turn. Um, and again, it was kind of like the roundabout. It did it really well. It did not have any issues. There was two lanes, um, on the U-turn and it went to the far most right one. Um, and so, um, I think, yeah, I, I was really
4: impressed with that. That's awesome. So, uh, Mario asks, uh, were there any, uh, new alerts or advisories that came on your screen. I know you mentioned earlier that you pretty much had no interventions, uh, from point A to point B, like from home to target and others. Uh, but were there any interventions, um, of any kind other than just once you reached your parking lot and how to park your vehicle? Um,
1: no, I mean, again, once you, like I said, we, we said that, um, it will, it's not door to door, it's A to B. So, when you got to point B, you needed to take over. It's not going to take you into the parking lot. There was, uh, it did start to take me into the parking lot, but I shut it down and because I, I don't need to necessarily know or figure out what's going to happen when it goes to there. Because again, you need to know what it is and what it's not. Right. <laughs> Smart Summon is yeah,
0: go ahead. Uh, I just wanted to expound on that. Um, did you notice any difference in the f- difference in the frequency of? Um, alerts on the screen, you know, when you have to use autopilot, you keep your hand on the, on the steering Mm -hmm. wheel. Did you notice any difference, longer, shorter or anything like that or about the same? Yeah.
1: Pretty much like the notifications went away. The one thing I do want to call out is, uh, similar with Navigate on autopilot, you do have to touch the steering wheel every now and again, but it's less, but it's still there. Okay. Good. So good good to know that Uh, it's still
0: there.
1: Yeah. You don't get the green light chime. Um, a lot of those notifications just go away. Okay.
4: Next question comes from Elliot. He asks, uh, do you think that FSD will allow autopilot to be a bit more aggressive?
1: Sorry, can you repeat that one more time?
4: Sure. Do you think that FSD will allow autopilot to be more aggressive?
1: I have no idea. All I know (laughs) is that what I will say is that FSD will probably allow autopilot to become better. Hmm. so i think it partially depends on the 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 owner on whether they want it to be more aggressive and i think you know we currently have that with like what mad max and then chill mode right um so i think the user can probably define that but one thing i will say is that um it will just fsd should make autopilot a lot better
4: now i do i do wonder though because i know raj mentioned this uh he he sort of uh Alluded to the idea that this is like a a, um, a new novice driver who's on their permit for just a couple of months. Did you find that? Uh, and this is my question asking. Uh, did you find that the autopilot experience in its early iterations? Uh, with being very cautious and and maybe even less aggressive than you or I may drive, and I'm pretty conservative by and large too. Uh, did you find that that at least when you first test drove this, that it was that same very cautious, very step-by-step, very methodical calculated decisions with every move that the vehicle made?
1: Completely. We, we dealt with some <clears throat> pretty um, complicated situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, just basic making a left from my my street onto another street um again within the burbs it literally would peek out and you know kind of look around we dealt oh, with um cool. again the roundabout we dealt with the um sorry about that okay. we dealt with a uh a, we dealt with a roundabout and not only did we deal with a roundabout but a human was there you know going around hmm. and um what else did we deal with we dealt with. Um, uh, making a right turn and people making a U-turn in front of me. We made a, a right turn with cars going by. And, you know, it all handled it very well. Um, and, again, for beta, this is it, it's pretty mind-blowing, uh, you know, as far as where this product is. Uh,
0: question for you. Uh, given the time frame when this was released for you, because you haven't had it for very long, um, how how is it handling various amounts of traffic, like dense or light traffic? Is it pretty much the same?
1: Yeah, um, I mean, today we, we took it I, I have not taken it, you know, in traffic. I've, I've taken it down dense streets. Um, but, yeah, it, it, um, it definitely used more caution probably now versus, like, I think last night. But I think it's just because there was more going on. There was, you know, it's sensing less stuff. So it's just taking, you know, it's, it's a lot more reactive versus, like, cautiously looking out, uh, letting everybody go through but again, this is, you know, Elon said, it's meant for very cautious drivers. And that's ultimately how this this program and um, this FSD beta program really is.
0: Well, in order to get regulated, they gotta be able to sh- show that it's safer. So that's totally. the reason.
4: Okay. So a general question is, it really is going out to all the guys. This is not just the question for John, but, um, and I know Elon alluded to this uh, in the earnings call earlier in the week, Um, But do you think it makes sense for Tesla to sort of unbundle FSD uh, when a owner decides to spring for it so that either it can be um, passed on to the next owner, should that ownership change hands, or if the owner elects to change their vehicle and wants FSD on the next car? I know Elon said on the call this week uh, during the Q&A session that he's looking into that. They may consider that. Uh, But are there any other comments or feedback you guys have relevant to that question from Marcel?
0: Personally, um, I don't think they're going to do anything until at least the subscription per, um, program comes along. At that point, we'll have to see what it brings. But right now, quite honestly, um, looking at the numbers, uh, FSD is, is, um, is a cash generating thing for them. Um, so, you know. I don't think I mean Elon did go on to Twitter today because some people were asking him I mean look you're you're, you're releasing FSD now to a very limited amount of people and you want to increase the price on Monday mm-hmm. there's not enough I, I think actually matter of fact it was Ryan who who it asked was. this question yep. um, he said you, you normally you give us a little bit more uh, uh, advanced <laughs> notice of this this is really short notice and Elon said well well, how much notice do you think would be right? I jumped in and I said, maybe I think it's probably more appropriate to increase the price once it goes out to a more general lease rather than the very early beta. That's just my opinion at this point. Um, but again, in the future, once a su- uh, some kind of subscription service comes along, who knows what they'll do?
4: I mean, I, I part of me agrees with what you guys are saying, uh, both Ryan and yourself, uh, Trevor. But also, part of me sort of dissents and says. But there's been price breaks on FSD many a time where even owners like myself could have purchased it for as little as $3,000, right? And, you know, there are a lot of folks, and I've certainly been known on the show to indicate that it's not a – right now, it didn't, I, I should say at the time, uh, last year, it didn't seem like an, uh, an important expense – to spend 3,000 for a product that, again, we, we don't know what the timeframe was. And a year ago, we probably wouldn't have uh, foretold that it'd be in this uh, beta program today. But with that being said, um, there's been a number of price cuts and a number of deals that could have been had for many a months uh, prior to this. So it, I, I understand from their perspective, from Elon and Tesla's perspective, that we've been telling you for the longest time the prices are gonna go up. We incrementally kept doing that. Now that it's here, We're not going to just hold back to encourage you to get it. Uh, If you hadn't wanted it before, now we've given you a taste. If you really want it, Go ahead and get it because uh, that that window is very narrow. But it's narrow now, but it wasn't narrow before. That's uh, that would that would be the other other side of that argument. I, would
0: I think. did notice a um, a noticeable uptick in people purchasing it today. You know, now yep. that we've actually seen it, uh, there's been mm-hmm. quite a few people I've noticed on Twitter who said, or "Fine, i order it." Or, yeah, you throw in the gauntlet, <laughs> fine, I'll, I'll order it. Um, and I think there's a lot of people that 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 want to, but uh, I mean, let's face it, if they increase the price, uh, let's say on Monday, we're talking ten thousand US. That's mm-hmm. you know. $14, fifteen thousand dollars Canadian—that's a hard pill to swallow if you can't bundle it into the loan of your car. It, 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 you know, I mean, there's a value proposition with with FSD, and I think some people are actually seeing, you know, rightfully so. You know, oh, this is a value proposition that I want to get in, but I didn't buy it when I first got it because I was holding off. And now I'm not too sure. Now yeah. I see something that, mm. that that interests me. So I understand the financial burden of being able to get this now after the purchase is a real thing. I'm not denying that. Um, but again, I think some of that could be mitigated if they do a subscription service. But again, that's not here today. So yep. anyways, that, I have my own opinions about this and everybody has their own totally. opinion. You know,
4: it's, some... it's, it's almost as if autopilot got demoted to basic cable <laughs> and, and, and now FSD is like the premier programming, right? Yeah, like yeah, it's, yeah. it's just it's amazing to think about the levels of growth you've seen from very early uh, EAP. Uh, functionality to then autopilot as we know it now to now this robust outstanding performance of FSD and again we're, we're you know if you you can't really gauge what the percentile is that this is that the data that it's acquired and how it's performing because we don't know ultimately what it's going to look like in the end but let's just say just for the sake of argument that it's 85 percent of where it needs to be for say level four autonomy. It's astounding what it already can do, and it's yeah. been out for 24 hours, essentially, yeah. right? But they've been building this and building this and building this for the longest time, and for folks like John to now have access to this, and as more owners, uh, you know, eke into the program, uh, you know, they're they're providing so much more real world data. That Tesla can only do on its own. So you need you need this large environment of owners around the globe to test in different markets to really just, as John pointed out earlier, to get more data so that each and every time there's you know feedback uh, provided for Tesla, it's learning and and the computer is just always learning that new engine is just going okay now I now I see what that mark was uh, that was in green before or what this is in blue and it's just it's all it's all in the simulation.
0: I'm, I'm, still think, a firm, yeah. I'm still a firm believer that enhanced autopilot or basic autopilot that include all the cars now is still um, good for 95% of what people really need. I mean, you need your traffic-aware cruise control, and you need your basic auto-steer, like lane-keeping. That's mm-hmm. good enough for most people. Um FSD, if you really want to get it, I'm talking about the full self-driving. I mean, the auto park thing and the smart summit are two separate things as far as I'm concerned. Um, Whether you need that or not, um, some would make an argument that some of those features should be pulled out. Um, But it it really shows, I mean, the way I look at it as, uh, you know, this full self-driving on city streets now is really a robo-taxi thing. It's not something that I would normally use in the city limits. Great on the highway. That's just my personal experience. Other people have a different opinion, and that's perfectly fine. Um, but I, I still believe – I mean, I'm glad I bought it with the car. I'm probably not going to get it with the Cybertruck, only because my use case for that is going to be different. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: I don't know. <laughs> Imagine because it's, – it's, and poor John, you've been trying to get into the conversation for five minutes. Oh, but okay, I'm sorry. I just got to <laughs> just finish the point is – You need this capability so that even autopilot in its normal state on the highway can do what it's supposed to do. And the ultimate dream is FSD on the highway. For me, my ultimate dream is I want to be able to set it to go to Florida and go to sleep. And wake up in the morning and be halfway there. You can't have that unless you have the full FSD suite, even for the highway use case, Trev. Think about it. I mean, no, if you want to travel on your truck, you're going to want that.
0: No, I, and, and I agree with you 100%. Everybody has a different use case. Um, hmm. do, do, would I trust something to go to sleep in the car? Not right now. In the future? Maybe. Maybe. Um, I'm looking at it from a use case, and, I, and I've talked about this many times. My purpose of getting a Cybertruck, other than the fact that it's cool and stuff, is that for us, it's going to be a utility vehicle to do camping with, pull the trailer. My experience with the Model X is that as soon as you plug in a trailer, you lose all that autopilot stuff. It's just a safety thing. Now, Not to say that FSD won't allow for it in the future. I just don't see it right now. That's why I have two reservations, one with FSD one without. Just to do a price protection thing, <laughs> but that's just me. Well, let's,
4: I know John has, uh, John's got to go. We we certainly appreciate all of his time. Uh, Is there any final comments you wanted to add, John, before we uh, let you go for the show?
1: Um, Yeah, you mind if I, I'll chime in on what was just being said, and then I'll Mm -hmm. end with final comments. So anyone that's in the hardware business or, you know, manufacturing business knows the margins are, are pretty bad, right? So that's where software is huge in order to get those benefits back. So whether you separate it or not, That is where Tesla will unlock the profitability, right? They're doing it through sales credits right now, but that is the future. And this is where things are headed. I got all this stuff. Let's say it's 85% of where it needs to be. Not that I really know where it fully needs to be. But if that's the case, they have literally unlocked. They've opened the gauntlet for what the future is we all have different use cases, whether Trev needs it, whether Ian needs it, whether Eric needs it, we all are in different life stages and different places. Um, And, you know, Trev may, let's say he may need the trailer uh, to do it every weekend. And Eric may not, I may not. Uh, So I think first off, like where it starts. And I I alluded to, you know, the software is the most important thing for Tesla's future. Um, And the, the thing I wanted to kind of like the last kind of comments was look at, your geography right uh uh, we have some people in canada some people in the us how are they dealing with you know the laws and i think that will dictate whether or not you should purchase now or later if i was in the eu i probably wouldn't to be honest with you because it sucks (laughs) i'm just going to be real with you like you know but in the us i'm i'm buying it today right and you that's what you that's what you saw from a lot of our posts and that's where things are headed but if I'm in the EU, I'm probably going to wait. Sure, I'm going to pay more, but you might make more money putting in Tesla stock. I'm not a financial advisor. I don't know. But all I do know is, again, depending on your use case, all I do know is that this literally opens up things for the future. And that is what is so exciting about it, why I will pay you 7000 know, seven, $8,000 a day for it. Not like incremental, but I will do it tomorrow if I had to. Because I literally just, it's so exciting. So based on, if I, you know, I live in the U.S., based on what I saw myself post, I would buy it. Because, again, this means it's closer. Sure, if I was buying a 2013 model, you know, Model S back in the day, nothing's been shown yet, right? And that, you know, without opening up a can of worms, like, it is what, that kind of is what it is. But based on what I'm seeing today, it you have every reason, if you're in the U.S., to go buy it. irrespective of your your use case. And so, um, yeah, so those are kind of like my my just like closing thoughts.
0: Excellent. Yeah. It's good stuff. (laughs) Yeah, totally. So John says buy it. There you go. I had to fix a leaky
4: pipe today. I'm kind of I'm kind of tight on budget for now. But... That's what a
1: home equity line of credit
4: is for. It's just yeah, right.
3: Oh <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, it fixes everything. Oh yes, yes, yes.
4: I'm so I'm so deep in the debt with all my expenses between my car and my house that believe me, I, I if I had to give up a kidney, the hospital would go. You got
0: anything else? <laughs> Well, I'm looking forward to uh, getting it eventually. Um, I'm not part of EAP or anything like that, so I'm going to be in the uh, crowd of people that uh, that get it in the wide release. Whenever that seems to happen, Ian and I will be in the same boat because geographically we're the same way. Yeah. Um, I think in, in John's case, um, talking about the EU, um, uh, autopilot in the EU is pretty nerfed right now. So hopefully that they get some kind of semblance of this in due time. I know regulations are a little tighter over there. so. Yep.
1: And Elon so, did say he's going to wait to, you know, create the 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 higher price until you know they hear more, mm-hmm. right? He
0: responded to Viv on that. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad to hear that. So a little nice. bit late-breaking le- yeah. news for us on that. Well, um, any closing thoughts? Are we okay, guys? We covered just about everything. I mean, a little. Now,
4: if we, if I can squeeze in one quick question uh, mm-hmm. for John. <laughs> Elon alluded to in the past that there may be a way with FSD that if you have multiple calendar events uh, synced with your device and you have destinations, addresses, inputted for that, um, have you at least tried uh, from, from your vehicle uh, if you had a, uh, a calendar event to see if it can just, if you get in, if it asks you, hey, I want to go there, you just tap a button and then just it takes yeah. off? Or has your experience been so far just you go into your map, you input an address, and then the vehicle just takes you there?
1: Yeah, so right now, uh, because of COVID, I'm working from home, so I haven't even thought of that, but that is a okay. great use case that I need to check out. Hmm, so a good
0: idea
3: for a test. I have. test. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> Put on the list of things
1: to do.
3: <laughs> yep, exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> um, right, so um, hopefully sometime in the new future, maybe we'll see version 11. I mean, there haven't been any allusions to what's going on there. I mean... Uh, we know there's a bunch of features that Elon's been talking about as far as uh, things they want to add. So maybe it might coincide maybe later this year with wide release of, of FSD for a lot of people. Maybe we'll see version 11. I don't know. We'll see. We've been talking about this for some time. but uh... mm-hmm. Anyhow, um, I think we'll leave it like that. Um, because John is our guest, I'll let him go first. Where can people reach you if they want to have a chat with you? I know your DMs are probably turned off right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> On Twitter. You <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm following. I think 280 people, and obviously, you, you know yourself being one of them, um, and Ian as well. Um, but yeah, I had to shut that off before I made the announcement. Um, but yeah, so you can find us at teslasiliconvalley.com if you're located in the Bay Area. Uh, we've launched, um, you know, two or three clubs outside of our our our, our club. Trev actually was a huge part of um, us becoming a club. Uh, we were probably one of the first clubs that started through Twitter, and probably not going to happen today so we're our unicorn but either way teslasiliconvalley.com um, or Tesla Owners teslaownerssv um, at twitter instagram or um, or facebook
0: excellent i always highly recommend I and mean, if you're into cars you like teslas join a physical club i mean join the forum too but i'm just saying clubs are awesome i mean it'll be really great once covid is somewhat yes. a little bit more under control so that we can get yep. back into that because i i dearly miss my friends um i have totally. lots of them in the community and stuff so anyways um eric why don't you go next where people uh, can find you if they want to chat with you
4: sure thanks so much and john thanks so much for being on tonight and raj if you see this here this later thank you also for being here um, you guys can find me on twitter my handle is ec that's ecfix. And and uh, as you can see at my chiron uh, down at the corner here uh election day is coming up if you haven't already voted make a plan to vote whether you vote by mail Vote early or vote on Election Day, November 3rd. Make sure you have a plan. Uh, Make sure you follow uh, what regulations and rules are in your area. Uh, But again, you can go online. There's tons of resources, vote.org, many others. Uh, But please, please,
3: democracy needs you. Vote this year. Thank you. Ian? Well, you can find me on Twitter. It's at Ian Pavelko. It's quite simple. Uh, the Tesla Owners Online Forum. The handle is Mad Hungarian. Happy to help you out with any technical issues you have. Specifically, wheels and tires would be something I might be of use to. And uh, finally, if you're looking for something in the way of Tesla wear, I've got my handy dandy little Evolve Wear shirts that are still around. You can find those at teespring.com and uh, Mad Hungarian Evolve Wear to search that when you're in the site, and you will find them.
0: Great. Well, I guess that leaves me. First, I want to say thank you, John, for joining us uh, this evening. We'll have you on yes. again. Uh, keep up the great need, work, and uh, we're updates, looking forward we to. See- yes, we're looking forward to seeing more stuff from you guys. Listen, if you want to follow me, you can do it on Twitter. The uh, handle's Tesla Owners Online. Don't forget to check out the form at TeslaOwnersOnline.com. Best place to talk about Tesla. All kinds of stuff that ways. And also, uh, thank you to our sponsors. That is Evanex and the guys at Fine Lab Ceramic Coatings. I want to thank you for your con. Your continued sponsorship and uh, your business. We really appreciate it. That's it for tonight, and we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks, guys, for watching and listening. We'll see you next time. See you later. Bonsoir, tout le monde. Goodbye, everybody.